Hello, friends. This is It Came From a Basement, a show where we cover the contents of the 96 discs inside a mysterious DVD binder that has been delivered to us via the turning wheel of fate. I'm Dean, he, him. I'm Dan, he, him. I'm Roxy, she, her. Um, I've been having some prophetic dreams lately. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah, in which, in which the binder is like a very tall presence. Uh, like the binder is sort of standing like behind, behind me. And it feels tall. And it feels like it's towering over me. Um, but I'm seeing these visions where, uh, you know, we're all uh, together and the binder is like gobbling us up slowly. And it's like, as it opens its zippered maw, uh like radiant darkness pours out um uh-huh. and and that's all we can see is like this shining darkness when does the dream start <laughs> <laughs> well that was i mean that, those were the visions oh i see are you sure you weren't just I reading thought you were just describing fanfic? every wednesday morning <laughs> every wednesday morning no, but that's. I just wanted to warn you guys that that's you know something we got to watch watch out for. All right. Well, well add it to the list. Okay. It's, at this point, it sounds like that'd be a welcome improvement over my life. So, I think I'm just gonna turn the other way. <laughs> All right. Um. Today. Hold on, I'm getting a food delivery. Oh. 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 <laughs> Thanks. What is it? Thank you. What's going on? Uno's. 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 Whoa. Did yep. you just watch a movie, Dan? Um, <laughs> if you count heebie-jeebies, yeah. So, Uno's Chicago Pizzeria Bar and Grill. What I wouldn't have given to go to Uno's with you two <laughs> after watching this film. Yeah. Oh, this is a Uno's movie. That would have been a discussion <laughs> for the ages. <laughs> They would have kicked us out. We would have been too rowdy, though. Yeah, we'd yeah. been screaming and shouting and getting and, too many drinks. And they'd be Fish like fighting and throwing shit. And... What are you talking about, heebie-jeebies? And we'd be like, <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, don't spoil that. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet. It just came out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the Uno's where every day is 2005. <clears throat> that sounds like a nightmare. Every day, it's never been anything other than 2005 in this Uno's. I think there are quite a few people in the Uno's that we frequent who that is the case and is true for. That's true. Is this the first on-air mention of Uno's Chicago <laughs> deep dish? <laughs> Pizzeria and grill. Pizzeria and grill. Yeah, that last part's really important. Um, I think so. Yeah, I Uno's... think so. Uno's Chicago Deep Dish Pizzeria and Grill. Specifically the one on Street Road. Oh my god. <laughs> in Bentown, Pennsylvania. The one that we frequent not after... Road. It's not Street no, Road. It's no, not it's street not road. Street Road. I'm stupid. It's on the Chamonix Boulevard. <laughs> um, yeah, the one that we frequent after every major cinematic movie release... Uh, or at least did at some point in our lives. 
I um, in the before times. In, in the, the before, before times. times. I once got so fucked up there after we saw Dark Phoenix. It was embarrassing. Oh, I didn't. I missed that one. <laughs> Probably for the best. That was, I was a wreck. I was, was not like, there. I think I stayed up until. Uh, I, I think I drank and was drunk and stayed up until like four in the morning. I got up at like five thirty for work, still drunk and sobered up while working at Target. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Those are the fun days. <laughs> yeah. Dark Phoenix. What a movie. <laughs> I remember when, um, let's do no story, maybe. Uh, I remember when we wanted, uh, we were talking about what song the a dude who was doing the jukebox should play. Mm. And we said it should be Bohemian Rhapsody. And he put Bohemian Rhapsody on for us over here in oh, our conversation. Yes. But it, it was the Muppets version. Yeah. The, the Muppets <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. So the entire bar had to listen to the Muppets singing Rhapsody. Yeah, it was like some guy was like, I'll put on a song for you guys. We were like, yes. Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> we were laughing and like, dude, what did you do? He put on <laughs> Muppets Bohemian Rhapsody. An all time. That was an intentional fuck you, or was that just? I think he was being a. Uh... No, no. I think he was like he was like I just picked the one that was there. I don't know what to tell. I think because we were laughing at him, we were like, dude. <laughs> uh, Shit. So he be jeebies. He be fucking jeebies. What? <laughs> what? What might be? The most preposterous setup to a film I've ever heard. <laughs> and not only that, but it delivers on that setup mm-hmm. in a way that you don't expect. So this woman has dreams in which... Uh, who made this movie? Should we go over any yeah, of the Yeah, I think that's... Through? It's really important to mention at least the directors because they are also in the film. Doug oh, Evans... Wait, I actually th- had this thought. I didn't. I wasn't aware of this. Um, I, I, I can tell you who they are. Yes. Um, Who's so, the guy who put on the light suit? That is not a, one of the directors. Really? No. So the two. <gasps> can you guess? Guess who the two directors Casper? are? I think Casper is one of the directors. No, I thought Get that too. Casper is not. Is the guy is in the Tony? Tell is me the guy Tony in the the, the Prince Tony. the Prince shirt? God. Damn Tony it. is one of the directors, mm-hmm. and the other one is the guy in the car at the end delivering every single monologue. Okay. Wow. With the wood chipper. Doug Evans uh, and Michael Hawkins Burgos. Yeah. Written by Doug Evans and J.J. Shibesta. Interesting. Have they done anything else? Not really. Uh, I'm pretty sure every person involved with this movie, for the mo- I think there's maybe one or two. Every one of them only has one credit on their IMDb page, and it's this. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't mean that they necessarily didn't do anything else ever. No. Sure, but sure. but yeah, it doesn't seem like they they went on to further media projects like this. Here, this is my proclamation I want to make about this film before Go we ahead. dive into the discussion. Go ahead. I genuinely think. That if the people who made this movie were allowed to continue making films and honed their craft, they would be making some absolutely bangers, like banger films right now. Hmm. I think that they would have had a great career. I had a very similar thought. I thought these, the people who made this movie 
showed a lot more promise and like imagination and genuine creativity than <clears throat> uh, most things we encounter here. That's the Except thing. The only problem is they only have those aspects for like 15% of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Yeah. We'll no, that's why, that. that's why I thought that this was very unique because normally we get this kind of movie in the binder and it's abysmally boring and it's also like the most like you know these young people trying to do this you know essentially elevated student film and they have no stamp to put on it like they have nothing to go on and it's just boring and tired these people seem to have tried and to do something weird. And then comes the Light Fortress. Yeah, <laughs> these guys were like, let's it, do something weird. This movie felt like these dudes were like, we are never going to get the chance to make a movie again. We have to like try our best to fit every weird idea we've had in the last couple years in this film. And also, I don't know, tr like I, there were like, it's not great. Like the way that this movie made is made is not particularly incredible. Mm -mm, but I mm -mm. just like. Some of the camera angles and the way they were shooting, I'm like, okay, if this was a little better, this would be genuinely cool. You were, There's um, one or two, I, at least one, like, good transition, and I think that's usually a mark of, like, something you I can was... point between, you know, total amateurs and, like, when you have thought put between what one shot is and then the next shot, especially when you're jumping between scenes, you know, that's actually kind of, like, I think dead giveaway yeah i was gonna Parameter just about when to, there's zero transitions i was just about to mention the machete to the bottle cap oh transition God. yeah it's i was like awesome. you know that's filmmaking you know they thought about that for <laughs> one yeah. second right uh that was for great. context someone gets their head chopped off with the machete but at the second the machete is like going through the skin it cuts to someone uh cracking open a beer with a can opener and like the um, the top like flies yeah. away like it, it's like continuing yeah. the arc that was the moment um, I think I looked down and I had to rewind it uh, and I was like, okay, this is, co there's, they're cooking with gas. Um, one entry later well, in my notes, I some. said, this is the greatest movie I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it says best, best woods piss scene, machete <laughs> swing transition to bottle opener. Who is the slasher? <laughs> this is the greatest movie I have ever seen. <laughs> it's like the sequence of notes. I oh my god! Um, uh, yeah, my first, um, my first note was a, a direct oh quote, which is when um, Casper meets Tony, and, and Casper's like, "He kind of jumped off the shit house roof. No one saw you for a while." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one's good. M my first my note is the phrase Bobby's skates. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then my second note is this, is this incredible? <laughs> uh, my first my first note is actually a question posed by the film that I'd like to pose to both of you. Uh, would you rather be lubed up and tied to a chair or head bit <laughs> off by a bear? I mean the first one, I think. Tied up to a chair but with Oh, I don't know what it was—a wild man or something. 
I think was the condition, it sounded like. With a wild man. I genuinely don't know what you're talking about. The thing is... That's like the question they ask. They, like, when they first get to the cabin, that's like the icebreaker question someone asks. I forget. <laughs> it was probably Casper. I don't know. It was probably yeah. Casper. So what's I think the... it was Casper and his girlfriend were having a debate, and then they spread that to debate out to the group to see, you know, which is worse. So this... <laughs> I don't know any character's name. I was in a... I know Tony in a particular state when I uh, watched this film. Um, I don't know any character's name, uh, but I do know that the main girl uh, has these dreams that all of her friends die. So she does what anyone would do in this situation and takes them to a cabin in the middle of the woods. Well, it's important to... Yeah, it's important to note that she had a dream about her mom dying, which came true. Mm-hmm. And then she's been having dreams about all of her old high school friends, I think, dying. And she there's like a little montage in the beginning where she like looks them all up on Google. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they very clearly pointed a camera at a computer screen because it's pulsating. <laughs> yeah, awfully. Yeah, they didn't they didn't sync up their. Uh... Oh my god, the I frame rate, that. right? Uh, the refresh or whatever. Yeah, the the refresh of the the refresh rate. The hurts. Up the yeah, um, it was genuinely headache-inducing for a second. But then they, she invites them all out to a cabin, which has a scarecrow in front of it. Um, oh, the scarecrow! I don't remember her name. I know that there's Casper and his girlfriend, uh, Tony, and then there's another girl, Alice, who shows up. Is that okay. the other blonde? Alice is the other was... blonde that was involved in the event, I, right? She... She has the red dress. Yeah, right. uh, she was, she's involved in the event, which we'll get to in a second. And then um, everyone's kind of uncomfortable when she shows up. And then they kind of like are like, hey, what's up? Uh, and uh, and then I think at this point, the main character, I really want to remember her name, but I, f- I completely just forget. Um, she, Joey? The, the girl? Joey? Yeah. I don't know. It could, could be. be. Could um, be. She at that point, <laughs> she goes in to her we first want dream. We people sequence. to listen to this shit. <laughs> what, what's the main character's name? Uh, could be this. Could be Joey. Could be Joey. Um, she goes into her first dream sequence. She explains one of her dreams, and I think, or it's a flashback. I wasn't sure about this one. I think this is a flashback at first, right? I, I think so. right. Like the first one, the first major one is about like the party. Okay, we have right. to go. Th- we have no, no. We have to go through this beat by fucking beat. I can't. I, I hate this. I don't know. Okay, okay. Not maybe not beat by beat. I don't understand. I. Okay, so Alice is the sister to this dude, who, who, who is playing a prank on her by mm-hmm. getting all of his friends together and pretending that they're gonna be killed by like a slasher, mm-hmm. right? There's also a girl there that he is dating. Who also seems to be being pranked until the end okay. when it's revealed she's in on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. This was all like fucking fifth dimensional chess. I put. I was confused. I put in my notes where. Oh, well, for, I said puddle of goo. What's that on the ground? Where are they? Guy got stabbed with garden scissors. It was a ruse. Greatest plot twist of all time. <laughs> uh, your state of mind sounds really great. Jesus. 
So she chopped his head off? Who are these people? (laughs) (laughs) It's a valid question because we haven't seen any of them up to this point. Yeah, I was so confused. And it Um, just, like, the thing is, it doesn't even just feel like a flashback where it's not like a flashback that we're like, okay, this is filling in details. I mean, it feels like another movie has started. mm -hmm. Now it's new like characters, own... like a totally new premise, and we stay with them for like a while. It's extended. It's fucking crazy. Thank um, God. Thank God. I'm I'm so happy that I'm hearing these words right now. <laughs> oh, I have a question. My notes, and I have another question in my notes. Okay. Someone talks at one point about this person. I think like, okay, so I think they're basing the kill. Like they're they're there's this ki- killer in their hometown or whatever that they're ba- some fucking backyard gnome or some yeah. fucking shit some homeless woman or something that comes into your backyard and kills and, and they say this is a this is a splitting hairs question we got here they at one point they say that she butchers people with garden shears mm-hmm. i don't know that doesn't sit right with me. okay oh, like, like, like garden with shears they shear butchers, them not, you know butchers are a you know that's a that's an occupation Okay, I guess. I feel like you do that, you cut pigs with a butcher knife. You don't butcher with a garden shear. Right. Right. Butchering is a very specific action you can do, and they're really. But I get that the end result, they're using the shears in a butchering fashion. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think you can butcher. I was also in a different state of mind when I was asking these questions. (laughs) No, Dan, I think you have a point. Uh, As someone who's sober (laughs) right now, I think that that is valid. I don't think you can. I think if you went down to the neighborhood meat shop and said, can you butcher with garden shears? They'd be like, no, get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The point of the sign on the wall, it says. Hawking fucking knives at you. Yeah, they'd be like, see, this is this is a butcher. This is what you butcher with. I also have a note that says this should be a FMV video game. Oh, my God, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) What? What was that reaction? That's a good that's a good idea. I think that if you were like, like stoned out of your mind playing this as a video game, I think you might die. (laughs) Because I was like, this should be like interactive. I was like, this sound. This should be like something that I, don't I can know explore. If that would work. Um, uh, the dream sequence. I want to talk about it a little bit because it start. Because this is the reason why I was confused. It starts out with the guy, this supposed brother, and he, you hear beforehand like this is introduced by saying like her brother played a prank on her or something like that. And it's this guy sitting next to a girl who I thought was the sister at first, and he is like telling her oh he might come and kill you Mm. and then you see a woman walk up to the back door and Mm. that's actually his sister and he says to the other girl let's get out of here for a second but and again there's layers here because i think we're led he's telling a story about this killer sorry i got mouthful of uno (laughs) chicago pizzeria please please don't that's okay it's part of the vibes oh (laughs) <laughs> I'm drinking bubble tea. Oh, that who knows? Chicago pizza rebars are like this So, <laughs> because he's talking about what sounds like, you know, this story of this 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 mythical killer that comes in the backyard. It's like a woman that whatever, <laughs> as a woman who's coming from the backyard. So I think we're led to believe. Wait, is that the killer? Yeah, like walking yeah. right up to the house, and the dude seems very nonchalant. It's just yeah. very confusing. Yeah. Um, he, he goes through so many lengths to get his, I guess, girlfriend away from his sister that it feels like, again, like like the girlfriend is the one having the prank pulled on her because then right, he leads yes. her into a bathroom, 
right? And this is another quote that I have written down. He leads mm-hmm. her to a bathroom, and she says, why are we in a bathroom? And he says, because it has a lock, and he locks the door. And then without missing a beat, she goes, why are we in a locked yep. bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The question. It's a valid question. She's she's asking. She's speaking truth to power. Um, and then, uh, and then some shit happens. Um, there's like a costume party going on. There's a guy wearing like scissors as a hat. Yeah. Um, and the the sister, who I well, didn't know who that's this was the killer's a, weapon of choice, right? Right. Yeah. The backyard yeah. killer. <laughs> that's his right. weapon of choice. Um, he. Yeah. So she's in the in the costume party, and then. <laughs> She's hiding for some reason, or she starts to hide because the lights go out, and uh, all the people around her start getting murdered, and mm-hmm. seemingly. Uh, you can kind of tell it's fake because the acting felt a little bit too fake to be, like, amateur acting. It was like people going, oh, what the fuck? Like, in that <laughs> same tone of voice. <laughs> um, and you hear, like, slashing. I need a, <laughs> what, I need, what the uh, fuck? Yeah, we need that as a sound. Ready, ready, get a clean, a clean take. Oh, what the fuck? There you go. Uh, I'm. That is seriously what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so like, there's goo uh, all the over the fuck? place. By the way, there is goo all over the place. What's this goo about? It's fake blood, which tastes like mint. I think is what they say in the movie. Mm. I don't know what kind of fake blood tastes like mint. What the. It's such a they're they're operating in a different dimension, um, so then uh there so the guy is not involved and the brother is not involved with this he is still in the kitchen with his girlfriend and he's like you mean the bathroom the locked bathroom well no because I think at this point they go back to the move? kitchen Jesus Christ yeah they get out right because he's like he um he goes to pick up the phone and he stares at it for a second and she's like what and he's like it's dead. And she takes it, and he's like, what are you doing? We have to get out of here. And then you're led to believe, like, they're going into the garage, and she's going to see all these bodies, which you see, and that she's scared. But then he starts making out with her, and everyone's like, oh, hell yeah, dude, and they Uh wake up. (laughs) And then it's like a prank on the girl who's hiding under the table instead. (laughs) Right. It's a fake out on us for no reason. (laughs) Like, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I couldn't really follow this. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. And oh, I'm watching it right now, and you're describing it pretty accurately. I just don't know what the intention is. All I, I know. know is that this girl gets shocked so much at this prank. She is traumatized. That she chops his head off? Yeah, she starts like, laughing. Like, for real? She starts laughing a lot, and then she grabs the shears and, like, moves to chop his head off, but it cuts back to the uh, the cabin party i guess the the present day yeah thing um is that when is this when um it cut to the beer can or is that later um i don't know i think the girl i think it's is it this is it the machete or the sheer kill that gets with the beer the match cut with the machete is the match cut okay this gets uh just, I think it just cuts to her at the cabin, like, right. later. She comes in. Alice, the girl who was pranked, comes in, and everyone's like, oh, boy. Um, uh, I don't know why. Maybe they heard that she killed her brother. <laughs> so they're, like, weird. <laughs> but, then, but then they're totally fine the next minute, and Casper is, like, hitting on her. The, and The girl opens the door 
his girlfriend opens the door. And he looks at her for 40 minutes. <laughs> he looks at her in the <laughs> eyes. Like, and he goes, you... can I help you? Yes. <laughs> 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 Fucking killed me. <laughs> he, yeah, she yeah, opens the door. He's really angry at her. Yeah. Like, immediately. He's like, it's what do you amazing. want me to, he's like, what do you want me to do? I'm on vacation. I need to hit that. <laughs> he's on vacation for two hours. In with his girlfriend. Why four people. Yeah, with his girlfriend, he's there. Yeah, it's <laughs> amazing. She, she storms out and then goes and takes a piss in the woods. <laughs> yeah, and then that's where I also have the most imitated score written down here. I don't know. <laughs> What does that mean? Oh, it's because they use the stock music. Oh. They use the... <laughs> and I was like, oh, this that's where this came from. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Dean, you're this on is... a different planet. Can we talk about Tony? Oh, my God, Tony, the saddest Tony asshole. sucks, right? <laughs> Who's Here's a... Okay, I have a pro tip. For Who you. is Tony? Do not give Tony a task. Just don't do it. Is Tony the sad-looking guy? Yeah. yeah she's okay. the guy that, like, the, the, the girl who has the dreams is like, hey, don't let anyone leave. And then mm. for the next half hour, all he does is keep coming up to her saying, oh, sorry, someone <laughs> left. <laughs> this dude and... straight up reminded me of, like, a box of Lucky Charms cereal without the marshmallows. <laughs> it's just like the rice puffs. That's it. He's he... like, oh, you're awful. That that scene is great too because he's like she's like don't let anyone leave and he says okay like he doesn't question it <laughs> he just agrees to this ludicrous request um so so the guy's girlfriend is killed and then Alice just disappears like no one even really thinks to ask where she is and then um they go outside and they like, look at the scarecrow and it's Alice's dress and um Casper uh like like slowly like lifts like the head up and it falls off and it's like a severed head and he's like don't don't look back don't look back move 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 um, my note says damn not the scarecrow <laughs> <laughs> uh another great casper quote from a little earlier was this party's a little weird we were all expecting something different some food some furniture some heat <laughs> 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 It's really the shittiest place she could have possibly taken these people to. And she keeps going like, I don't understand. I thought if I brought them out here, they'd be safe. I saw them dying in their homes, not out here. Wow. Uh, Casper, I'm going to run something by you guys. Casper, mm. big Bobby Monster energy. I was going to ask, do we have a Bobby Monster in our hand? But I couldn't, I don't know. I think we do. I think we do. Approaching. I feel like he's real borderline, but I feel like there might be. I feel like it's because he's, like, not useful. Like, I feel like Bobby Monster is a character that comes in handy in the script at least once. Yeah, he's got those 95 codes. Maybe he codes. is a Bobby Monster. Maybe. I, I feel like he's, like, he's right on the line. I don't know. He's got. Bobby Monster has those 95 codes, and <laughs> Casper doesn't. Right. Yeah. Cap, Con, right. It's not M O N S T E R you're talking to here. No, we're talking to Casper over here. No, C A S P E R. That doesn't even. Maybe it's because Casper's so immediately an asshole. That mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't know if he's a Bobby monster. Yeah, he might be like the bad guy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it Bobby monster. 
if Bobby Monster was like a drink, like like something to drink, you take the first sip and you go, huh, okay. And then like right. the third or fourth sip, you'd be like, oh no, never mind. There's like a real strong aftertaste of something else coming up. Yeah. Right. But Casper is like no, you opened it. Casper is like you got old granny's peach tea delivered to you at your Senate Shut floor hearing. Fuck up. <laughs> So then Casper is God about to damn. leave, and then an ancient stone slab it gets opened up, and there's... Well, wait a minute. Crime talk- and high adventure going okay, on? Okay, okay, okay. Back up for a quick second. Oh, no. So first off, another Casper <laughs> quote. I have a lot of quotes written down. Casper goes, all right, I want you guys packed and ready to go in five minutes. And he delivers it. <laughs> <laughs> in a, he, he, it's just it's impeccable stuff and then in order to keep him from leaving the main character whatever her name is goes in the beginning there was darkness and chaos ruled the world i wrote that fucking quote down <laughs> it's so holy good. shit and then we start Maybe my favorite short film ever made. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm genuinely curious. Sorry, we got another mouthful of Chicago. Jesus. What are you? Uh, may I ask, what's on the menu tonight? It's a cheeseburger. Nice. It's a nice Chicago but burger. My question is, or the feeling I have is, that. What? <laughs> what? My feeling I have. I'm giving you a clean cut edit. Okay. 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 Uh, Jesus Christ! Little burger bits in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, get. We need a clean edit point right here. Oh God. So, my feeling like this genuinely feels like someone made a short film, and then two totally other people were like, "What if we just made a totally different movie around this?" Hmm. I don't know. This is That's so possible. completely its own thing that it's like... It's, it's possible. It's Because, I mean, there's two writers. It's Doug Evans and Michael Hawkins Burgos directed it and written by Doug Evans and J.J. Shibesta. Right. Uh, so Doug Evans could have written and directed the portions that, you know, one one part of this and the other two could have you know written and directed like this short film because it feels like it but both of the directors and one of the writers is in the movie it and not in this part Mm. is the thing yeah so that's the interesting thing i think that Mm. that might be the case but they work it into the plot in a really stupid loose way but you know props to them they like yeah they they got it in there i i don't know (laughs) i don't know what's going on um for this section of the film, I wrote down this is not in se- this is in sequence, but there's notes in between these. I wrote down mm-hmm. what the fuck is this mob interlude? What is this subplot? Did we accidentally turn on a different movie? What is going mm-hmm. on? And what the hell? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Mine are similar. Uh, it follows the dance club music when he bust out. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what this movie is. How did it become a crime movie? Guy with Prince shirt on payphone. Mystical triplets? 
it straight up turns into like an Indiana, like a, a current day Indiana Jones pulp yeah, adventure. Yeah, like it turns a into uh, like Uncharted crazy. for a second, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is going on?" They went into a trance. The fucking we'll pestrian triplets, like that are at an auction or some shit. That this dude, we have like a heist. Like yeah. it's, it's so there's a fucking crazy. There's like an ancient stone tablet that is being that is on display at a museum, and the second that it gets put back away, he. He thieves it. He takes it, and he walks out of the museum. And there's like this really great. And we say this dude, this guy's like clearly like tr- this is what I mean. Like where it feels like the whole film's a different energy. This guy is trying for a thing. He's got like a, you know a, a, a wardrobe that is descriptive. Oh you know my what god! I mean? yeah. Like that tells you things. Like he's he's like tr- clearly trying to do like a very anime cool guy like thing. Oh, I put down the like awesome, and it works, and it's something. Whoever played Lightman really wanted to look mega cool. Is yeah. what I is what I said. Yeah. I called but him Lightman, but through this whole like, thing, he is Lightman. He's Lightman the first. I he's Lightman the first. I also said, wait, is this Alan Wake at one point? Because <laughs> yeah. that was the only like closest touch point. It's like but... Alan Wake and that guy and the the Blink episode of Doctor Who. Yeah, like, yeah. It's we fucking have to, awesome. We have to talk about why. Um, but first off, I yeah, think it's we, really we'll interesting it, but... you bring up character because you say he's trying to look the coolest, but it very quickly establishes that he's a dipshit because... A fucking loser, right? That's what I mean. Mm. Like, he's a real character. Like, when he tries to jump in the car, you're talking exactly. about, right? And eat yeah. shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is good. This the is, music... like, aware of itself. Like, that's what I mean. This is filmmaking that is aware as opposed to most of these movies, which are completely lacking in self-awareness the fucking and that's why shot it feels like it's like two different filmmakers like it seems like they know what they're doing during this the shot of him climbing the fence was uh, awesome was i awesome. wrote that down i wrote that down that is really good camera work that's not easy to sort of do that shit yeah no Especially that was a shoestring ass budget it like, was smooth yeah, as that, hell like that, that was good i'm watching really actually good. watching this scene with with fresh eyes i'm like kind of blown away by this it's incredible it's the the point i think that the i think that this this scene single-handedly saves the rest of the film and not i like the rest of the movie to a certain degree i think it's made with a lot of like it's interesting and and i think that you know i don't know what to say that's i don't know how to describe that why i think it's good i just think the rest of it's like fun in a silly way but this part it's like it the rest of the movie is justified just because of this single yeah this rules um but you could totally just have this thing on its own without the rest of the movie and you'd be fine like it really is like it's it's a sizable chunk too it's yeah Yeah. it's a good like 15 20 percent of the whole movie um so it feels like a fucking student final project or like an undergrad project Mm -hmm. or something i don't know maybe not undergrad but yeah, this... or it, feel, it feels like someone's like, we're going to make a film, and like this is what they do. You know what I mean? And like, like we also have to pull out like some stops to make it look impressive. and Right. Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't know. It's so, awesome. So this section of the movie, he steals this this thing, and he drives away. I could be... If I'm getting any of this wrong, let me know, but this is best of my memory. He mm-hmm. goes back to his house, or his, like, little, his little hole in the wall, and yeah. the mob comes after him, right? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think yeah, I guess they're I don't know the yeah he's got to some, fence it to someone or whatever right and right I don't I don't know what's going on really but that's what it seems like 
and they bust... issues with who's gonna get it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, they bust into his house and they're threatening him, and uh, there could be a conversation here, but I don't remember it. But then the lights turn off, and uh, everyone is massacred in this room except for him, and he manages to turn the lights back on. And I think it's at this point he calls up his buddy. Well, he talked to him earlier. He was talking okay. to his buddy the whole. In. Yeah. Okay. I think there's some setup with. I think the thing was like he wasn't supposed to steal it yet or something, or wasn't supposed to steal it. I, there's some. Yeah, he did you're something right, you're impulsive, right. I think, and then I think that's also why the mob came in because it's like he fucked up whatever the deal was going to be or something along those lines. Yeah, he needed to like escape, and then the mob comes in before he can do so. Uh, and um, he the lights turn back on, and he calls the guy back, or he's still on the phone or something. And uh, the guy starts explaining the lore to this this, this guy <laughs> um, about, like, the triplets. And they're, like, these monsters that only exist in the dark, I guess. Um, and there's a, a – he's telling them well, how to, like – only for a little bit. Right, and he's telling them how to kill them. And he has to kill them. Uh, and this is – I'm going to read this entire – this, like, little quote oh, sequence God. I got. Okay. It might not be verbatim, but it's, like, you know, it's basically like, – he goes – you have to kill them at precisely the twilight hour. And the guy says, what's the motherfucking twilight hour? <laughs> yeah, I have that written down. No, too. Hold on, like, listen. So I, I think I have a few quotes. Let me see if okay, I'll okay, let go you go ahead. back What's the motherfucking but, um, I'm twilight I'm pretty sure I don't have exactly what's before this, but I think it's just them killing those guys. Uh, I have, quote, that was just the first step in the triplets' reclamation of power. Now that they've tasted darkness, they will walk as indestructible gods in both dark and light if you don't destroy them before the twilight hour, which is 666. Yes. Um, and then, okay. Because the pestrians go off an 80-minute calendar as opposed to our 60-minute calendar. Right, right. I am so glad I'm hearing these words right now. <laughs> Dean, you didn't imagine this, I promise. Okay, thank God. I was like, this is the craziest fucking movie <laughs> Um, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Turns out, I wouldn't have known anyway. Right. Well, so what happens immediately after that, Dan, is he goes, you know, that's what's the motherfucking Twilight Hour? He goes six sixty six, and he goes, that's not a real time. And the guy goes, their time works a little different than ours. <laughs> the devil, the devil time works a little different than ours. Demon devil time works just a tad. If you, there's an equation that you can do that I'm going to tell you right now how to do it but i want to do it incorrectly and tell you that it's actually 706 it's literally the easiest math of all time yeah to do. i mean he had to do it it's kind of i mean it maybe but it's, it's also... just it's just add of course it would be 706 you just add a couple of minutes to the end of the six o'clock hour but it's not 706 is the thing that's the I thought it was 706 time. That's no, the wrong time. It's 9.06. It yeah. was 9.06? I think the problem that happened here is that the guy on the phone didn't do it on, like, the slanted roof of a building. I think that's the only way the kind of math is allowed to be done correctly, you know? He was literally... So wait, this so the guy scene. on... And this is what I'm talking about when, like, things are going on. Because he's on the phone trying to explain it to the guy. And then the payphone's like, you know, you have six, uh, one minute left. And he's like, oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then, like, this is what he spits out. I have a quote. This is the math that he gives to the guy. Yeah. Uh, he says, 66 minutes with an 80-minute denominator. 60 minutes is one hour. Add that hour to 6 o'clock, which is 7 o'clock, and add that runoff, so it's 7.06. I think that is almost verbatim 
the dialogue this guy shits out. But right. that is the incorrect... Right. And it cuts off, like, right when he says 706, too. And and it's, oh, my God, because it's the split-screen shot, right? And yeah. they both yeah. say, oh, shit, at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, this movie fucking rule. And then <laughs> he builds and then, the yeah, suit. He realizes that he needs to fight them with light because light repels them. At it's this Alan point. Wake. And he he assembles a light man suit. We get a goddamn light construction montage. Yeah, he he's he taping... just floods his whatever little fucking trap house, nasty dorm party place he lives in. Oh, and then into the like a light fortress is like. And then the lighter doesn't work. <laughs> right. This is it's the point fu- where I wrote this down. Is what is the subplot? Did we yeah, accidentally turn into a movie? Shits out on him. Um. Yeah, so he's, like, but running he, through the halls, he, right? Yeah, well, he builds, he tapes flashlights all to himself, too. And yeah. builds himself as a personal light-emitter man. A light-emitting yeah. man. Right, uh, and then he he has, like, um, he, he he's getting cornered, and his light suit isn't working as well as he needs it to. Or because maybe there's darkness in, the in like, the distance, and that's where they're hiding. Uh, and there's a really great shot um, where he... Like, he's getting shit thrown at him at the wall, kind of like he's, like, bombing at a comedy club. But Hold then on. he turns around. Yes. He's and then he gets shit thrown at him. They're pelting cinder blocks yeah, on okay, his head, okay. and he doesn't yeah. move. Yeah, He, he just... doesn't even try to duck or dodge. He just stands there. Until. Yeah, they're tomatoes or something, but there's yeah. cinder blocks exploding around him. Until he turns around, and it's a front-facing shot at a washing machine coming straight at the camera. <laughs> It's incredible. It's awesome. It's so cool. And he goes like, oh, shit. And he gets out of the way. Um, And then uh, he is laying on the ground. And, like, he's trying to light his lighter up. And he finally gets it. And he flicks it into the onto the ground. And this, like, spiral of fucking fire lights up. Mm. Jack Dan, yeah, he, like, planted a Jack Daniels trap. Oh, always nasty. Yeah, with his, with his, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. he says, you bitches just got tricked. Hell yeah! And then lights it on fire, and this fire spiral, like, traps them in statue form or whatever, right? I, something like that. They, he, he seemingly defeats them, and he thinks that he, like, killed them, I think. Uh, and he, The washing machine, holy fuck. The it's washing. so good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and he goes back up to, like, his little attic, you know, bedroom, and he go, he's like, wait a minute. I don't, and then he like goes up to the ceiling and he starts doing these equations and he like circles 906 and uh, it's a shot of him like looking like kind of straight at the camera or like in that general vicinity and you see these three monsters behind him and uh, he got the fucking time wrong. He got the math wrong. The guy got the math wrong and it's not the right time. Amazing. And he dies. And he gets got. And that's um, the movie. <laughs> and that's that film. I don't at this point it's unclear why this girl had this dream because we don't know that this dude is um we don't know that this guy is related to to anyone in the main plot whatsoever right mhm mhm um until you find out later he's Casper's twin brother right which I don't I still don't really understand the connection there but it's cool it's a cool plot twist you're like whoa again they made the this part first 
Yeah. Right. I had to figure it out later, I think. They're like, well, we have to put it... Like, our movie's only an hour. We have to make it an hour and a half. Like, Let's put our other short film that we have ready to go. Right. Um, like, in it. Yeah, that's gotta be what it what it is. Uh, the only note I have for the next section, before the next dream sequence, is Casper's making some really dumb choices here, I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> I This is where I very clearly stopped taking a lot of notes um but i want to say here's my next note after that sequence the depths of how quiet this movie can be is endless a mere pitter in the ungodly deeps of the earth an unfathomed void of quiet only disturbed by my refrigerator (laughs) jesus christ you were coming down at that point, huh? That's when I get. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> no, I don't think I was because the next two notes are Henry David Thoreau and oh. Chuppa Chuppa Chuppa. chuppa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Okay, the Henry David Thoreau quote I have to get to. But, okay, um, okay. I have that entire thing written down. Um, okay, so oh, thank you again. Thank you for saying these words. <laughs> That there is a Henry David Thoreau quote. <laughs> well, kind of. Um, someone mentions Henry David Thoreau, but I think this this little subplot. Casper tries to leave, and then there's a killer out there, and he tries sticking his hand through the um, mm-hmm. the door, and uh, the girl's trying to pull him back in, and Tony is like at the window, and he sees the killer go by, and the killer slowly lifts up the decapitated oh, head yes. of Casper. And mm-hmm. the girl was like, oh, my God. And she realizes she was trying to pull a fucking corpse through the, <laughs> through the doggy door or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. Um, and then at this point, there's still a missing member. She keeps reiterating that someone is on their way and she has to, like, warn them before she gets here. And I forget what her name is. Uh, Kelly. It's Kelly. Um, yeah. That's important. Uh, and uh, And then it cuts sure. to her dream about Kelly, which is – crazy in a completely different sense than what we just watched yeah it's um, the opposite it's what if like it's boring and slow and i don't know i listen this is murky for me now i i, I couldn't really pay attention to a lot of this it was it, it, i agree with you except i think that the the things that they wrote down here are just so out of this world self-serious and uh-huh. like pretentious that i i was i was like having a blast watching it yeah this is this is i need to watch this entire portion of the film because um while the visuals are looking pretty familiar i don't know if i have much to say about the content i do have an entire page of this notebook devoted to the first 45 minutes of this movie (laughs) and then i have three lines on the next page that says lot of brains and guts alice killed casper tony no so the killer from the beginning was the killer the whole time yeah that's that's a little that's after this sequence yeah Um, but that's all i have for the rest of the entire movie all right so um so kelly is driving uh and you don't know where to you i get i'm get you find out that it's to the cabin i think but Mm -hmm. um she's she's driving there and she hits somebody in the middle of the road and um she drops coffee on herself yes she drops coffee she has like a mug of coffee that she's like blowing on and mm-hmm. then she like hits a bump and she drops it on herself um i think this is really funny because she uh 
she spills hot coffee on her lap and then she takes her glasses off to deal with it <laughs> which is really funny um so she hits this this person and she's like distraught about it she's like sitting on the side of the road crying and this dude comes up and finds her this guy is one of the directors yes um and he's like hey it looks like you got into a Paul car Giamatti accident light yeah <laughs> yeah sure um and he's I like thought about him I think you got into you got into an accident. Oh no! And he sees the person on the, on the hood, and he's like, "That's all right. It's okay. Um, I'll deal with this." Um, I think at this point, Liz was like, "This guy said a cab." He said, "I'll take care of this myself." <laughs> he doesn't want to call the cops. Um, so he like deposits the um, the corpse into the back of his like truck or whatever, and he brings Kelly, and uh, he is taking her home or taking her somewhere. I think he, at this point, he's like trying to get rid of the body, and he says. This is, this is a full quote. There's a couple of these. He goes, Before you destroy yourself with guilt, I know this guy. I see guys like this all the time. Some idiot college guy is roused one day by a Henry David Thoreau lecture. He charges <laughs> into the woods. One day, some moose hunter finds his frozen body. I've seen them more times than I can count. This is a tragedy, but the tears that were shed over this young man were shed a long, long time ago. So, Kelly, warrior princess, let's get away from this terrible spot. Holy fuck. <laughs> is, the, is the monologue he gives this point in the movie um so they get uh they get stopped by a cop and he starts going on this fucking tirade about how awful cops are one quote is the cops around here are the epitome of the law is the manifestation of the male ego is what he says to her um to to try to dissuade her from getting to talking to the cops and then this is the final uh big quote i have from him um uh, this now while I'm reading this I want you to picture a, a dude and the camera is slowly zooming in on his face the entire time he's talking it's like a really agonizing slow zoom this is the deep south of the midwest these yokels have been practicing their own brand of perverse justice unchecked for decades I've seen it the things these guys do to some of their own daughters but I'm horrified to see what they do to a beautiful girl like you if you have to turn yourself into this good boy hiding behind a little metal shield, I won't stop you. But for what? For what? To redeem yourself for the death of this guy? This guy was dead the second he stepped in the woods. Think about it. Sometimes you gotta stand up for yourself. You have to hide the body. We can do this. I'll take care of everything. <laughs> like, Thank you. Jeez. All right, man. <laughs> uninterrupted slow zoom on him. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Uh, they get rid of the cops. He puts the body in a fucking uh, woodcutter. Uh, she has second thoughts. He attacks her, puts her in the woodcutter. She drags him down with her. And that's which was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. I thought. Sorry, hold on. I thought that had like a nice like a uh, easy comics like horror like. Oh, come up and it's gonna get you in the end. Mm, mm-hmm. Little thing to it is literally the only thing I paid attention to. I was I was tuned in clearly. I was pausing and rewinding. <clears throat> no, thank you. He's <laughs> down. I thought that these quotes were written by someone who deserved to get like their their underwear pulled up on their head in high school or something. <laughs> it was like, but then also like, what are you cr- fucking Ben Hosley watching Star Trek? Yeah. Movies? <laughs> but then like written by someone who clearly doesn't like bullies. cops. So maybe it balance each other out. I don't know. Um, why don't you go stick your head in the toilet and, and flush it 
so then um, Tony is killed, uh, presumably, and uh, you find <laughs> out the killer is Alice, who was the girl from the No, beginning. hold on. We have to talk about how Tony dies. Or wait, is that later? Well, he gets, that fight. like, well, he gets, like, stabbed There's one first. cool moment that happens in that fight, I thought. What's the, what's the cool moment? Well, I think it's, he's on the, his back, and whoever is trying to, who's that, Alice or whatever? It's Alice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got, you know, it's just that, she's trying to stab him, and he's holding her arms back, and then mm. all she does is just let go of the knife. Yeah. And, and just it, like, falls drops. into his chest and stabs him, I'm like, oh, shit, that was fucking bad. Yeah, that's, yeah. How, that's how she kills him for real, because the first time he doesn't actually die, I think. Mm-hmm. Um so then, I the that main... was pretty creative because it's actually pretty simple, and you've never seen that in a movie. Yeah, yeah. these people... actually there was one western I saw, Seraphim Falls. Pierce Brosnan was in it. He hid up in a tree and dropped a knife on a dude from like. <laughs> that was fucking cool. Yeah, I'm watching this Sorry, scene now. I just had a flashback of that movie. She's like, he's like pushing her hands away, and she's just like. She's just dropped the knife. Yeah. Um, what was... I was... I, so, I... I the, excuse me. <laughs> I was correct in assuming that the killer overall was the girl that they were playing the prank on. Yes, you're And correct. who already killed someone? Yeah, she killed her brother and in response to the prank in the beginning. So um, why was this a... A shock to these people that she guess, was the killer. I don't because they thought. Well, they thought she was dead because she dressed the scarecrow up in her clothing to make it look like she was the scarecrow, and then oh. Casper had like flicked the head off, and it's like, oh shit, she's decapitated. They put this. Um, they put the uh, like the scarecrow head over top of her head clearly, but I mm, think what had happened like is she sack. like it was like a decoy trick these bitches just got tricked i see (laughs) um so the main character is going through like the basement and finds all of the decapitated heads of her friends because alice is decapitating all these heads and they're the fakest heads i've ever seen and it's incredible they Um, were a little rough it's pretty but it's it's like it's like an endearing kind of rough i think right Mm -hmm. right. um and then she shaves her head somehow I don't know how that happened. But she did to hide herself out as a decapitated head or something? I don't know. Um and uh I either she either escapes or kills Alice. I I don't remember which one happens. But she but she runs away and the twist ending of this film is she was the hobo that was hit by Kelly in that previous dream sequence. What? Wait, that makes literally no sense. She was having a prophetic dream about the future past her own death because she runs out into the road oh, but, and then gets hit uh, by a car okay. and it cuts to Kelly's eyes and then the movie's over. I guess that does make sense. Whoa, so it was her... That's weird. Yeah, she gets dressed up like the hobo. She's like in a hoodie and she has like over her face to like escape from Alice the Killer or to escape from the scene of this brutal massacre that she kind of like allowed to happen by inviting everyone here and uh runs into the middle of the road where her friend is coming to uh like pick them up or whatever to like hang out uh and then ensuring her friend's demise as well jeez Uh, yeah is this movie brilliant is this movie movie incredible 
Well, the last <laughs> note this? I have. Genius. Yeah. The last note I have is when the credits of your film have Kung Fu Girl number one and two, followed by Party Dude number one and two, you know the movie fucking rips. <laughs> so, there was Kung Fu in this movie? Uh, I don't know. Someone did <laughs> Kung Fu. I don't know who Kung Fu Girl number one and number two are, but all right, they're credited. Maybe they're at the party. Yeah, what the fuck? Maybe they're at the party? Yeah. I don't know. Um... This movie ruled. <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah. He- like, uh, 20 minutes of this movie, like, genuinely rules. Uh, the other, whatever the fuck, hour is, like, made better and also uh, made worse by the contrast of that good 20 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. Weird. It, it's like, it's one of the few movies of this caliber and tone that's in the binder where I'm thinking these people set out to make something, even if some of it isn't is a little subpar. I still was like, they're they're really trying here. Can we get these guys on the on the I would show? Can we talk to these guys? I would I'd like that. to. I would throw this in with the other, whatever. Like, uh, this is the like other... one that I want to have like a ICFAB uh, screening, uh, yes, like a screener for. This is one I'd want to get people together to watch this because this is just. I am putting it on awesome. the Binder Movies I Want to Re-Release tab in our <laughs> spreadsheet, which you haven't cool. updated in a pretty long time, right? The last one was Evil Breed, and I don't even agree with that so no, that's that was a bad movie yeah um <laughs> uh right now i have infection glass trap control happy here and now the hazing evil breed and heebie-jeebies and i don't even agree with the last two what was perfect for evil breed the hazing oh you don't dean the hazing absolutely rules you don't oh okay hazing? you like that one a lot dean i like the hazing yeah yeah the okay. hazing is the pr- I think the hazing is, is that like, the binder the most binder movie? Yeah. I think okay. I think well, I think this one might use usurp that for the most binder movie only because Is Screaming Dead on there? S- Scream- no. Wasn't that a good movie? No. It had Knocking Boy, but that was it. Wait, yeah, what Screaming- movie am I thinking of? Screaming Dead is What not was the good. good zombie movie that we liked Zombie Honeymoon. That's it. Oh, is that on? yeah. No, of course is that, that on should there? be. It will be now. Okay, good. Yeah. That's a good one. That's that a is a really one. great movie. Um, yeah, this one, this the hazing was like a little more professionally done. I mean, it had Brad Dourif in it, so like, it it felt. Oh yeah. It yeah, felt yeah. more. It felt that like the stag death. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like in line with the spirit of the binder. But this is like this movie gets down to like the gritty, like boots-on-the-ground filmmaking. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are, like, some kids who had a dream. and Well, this movie kind of wrapped is, like, almost the entire gamut of a certain segment, especially of the binder, which is... In small supply, we get, holy shit, look at what these guys did. This was really inventive and kind of cool. And, oh my god, what in the fuck is going on? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, who are these people? I don't know anyone's names. 
I can't remember like what happened five seconds previous, but then there's also like the highs of like, holy shit, I can't believe we got like this in this movie, like really inventive, cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of t- the peaks and valleys all in one movie. I yeah, I think it's it's emblematic of the entire endeavor. This this film, um, and I would love to have it headline a, a the Binder presents uh, a film festival screening. Um, at least the sub, at least like the short story in the middle. I think at least, yeah, but for sure, maybe the movie around it too. But this this film you could do two screenings. Honestly, you you could play this movie once and then as a double feature, like just play the other part, the good part. Yeah, again. Um, yeah, just play that part again right after. And this this is begging for midnight screenings where people are yelling the lines at the screen. You know. Yeah. Like people are, you know, people are on message boards figuring out if the math really works and what dimension that it's from based on like, I don't know, telemetry. I don't know what the word I'm saying. Telemetry. Telemetry. There you go. Based on shit like that, and they're using big words, and you're like, oh, I guess this is real. I guess demon time's a real thing. People on the internet. Demon time. Triplet time. Triplet. Demon time. Demon time. Demon time. Um. Yeah. This. Oh, man, I had this was such fun to watch. I, Dean, you watched it first, and you were texting the group like, "This is I'm so stoned, and this is incredible." And I'm like, "Oh shit, am I gonna have to, like, if, am I gonna love this?" And then I started. I'm like, "Oh my god, I love this." I'm so happy that you loved it. When I saw that you were like responding completely in kind to it, I was like, "Good, we got one. <laughs> we got we got a good one in this binder." Sixty eight fucking movies in are we at 68 yeah jesus christ yeah i was worried usually when the two of you are ecstatic about a thing <laughs> i'm a little worried i'm like oh am i gonna be the one that <laughs> i was, so, sc- I was but... so scared no i'm glad you you appreciate it <laughs> it just hits i mean it's just it's pretty it's night and day when like oh this turned into a different thing that's uh, uh, ripping shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was really great. It's a fun little experience. For sure. Um, I love it. Uh, what is our goo grade? Uh, is fake blood goo? That God damn it! We keep getting into this fucking. What that was, was a puddle of goo. It was gooey. I'm going to give it like a one star. Because there okay. wasn't a lot of goo after that, but there was like a physic- like shot of runny goo. Yeah. I think one's fair. Yeah. One, one's, yeah, one's fair. fair. At least a full shot or two of runny goo. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, uh, out of five, um, mystical triplets, <laughs> out of five, what? I said the pestrian triplets. The, the pestrian triplets. <laughs> out of five failed attempts to convert human time to demon time? <laughs> we didn't solve the pestrian triplet problem by the end of the movie, right? No, they're still out there. They're still, okay. They're still out there. They just kill that dude, and then we cut back to, like, the other, like, slasher movie. You right. cut back to well, the twin brother, are... who is not important. Right. 
He um, the, hold on. The twin brother <laughs> at one point, the guy who gets killed by the triplets, says, "I've had enough. Uh, I'm enough saving the world, or something like that, or, or like yeah. I'm tired of saving the world." <laughs> right before he dies. Oh, I love that movie. It's a separate movie. In it my is. Brain. It should be on Letterbox by itself. The fuck, the pesky and triplets. <laughs> uh, out of five Twilight hours, out of five uh, of us lubed up in a chair, <laughs> bit off by a bear. Out of uh, out of five bathroom pranks. Um, <laughs> out of five locked bathrooms. Out of five. Um, out of five uh, idiot college kids who... Out of five housed... Jack Daniel whiskey spiral traps? God. <laughs> out of five out light of... men? Yeah, out of five yeah. light men. Out of five... Um, uh, Prince shirts uh, uh, <laughs> on, on payphones. Mm. Out of five the dance club music when he bust out. <laughs> Oh out of five uh uno chicago pizzeria and grill <laughs> i'm giving this movie you are me? you a drum drum roll please <laughs> four fucking stars same oh, shit. four stars same oh i thought i was gonna be the only one <laughs> no this movie fucking slaps this movie's so good <laughs> Four is kind of right. It's hard to like. I don't know. <laughs> Four is kind of right. To, the thing is, like, you have. It's a totally a recommend. You need to watch this, at least for that one segment of it. So that, that segment is kind of garbagey, and you can take it or leave it. But like, that fucking yeah, the the the, the pestrian triplet heist is like fucking gold. We sound like we're making it up. I know. Because it doesn't <laughs> make a... This whole thing sounds like a fever dream that we're all just throwing together, but... Yeah. No, the promise, this is a real movie. If you think about if you think about the fact that you watched it too hard, you'll start to have a panic attack because you think you invented an entire <laughs> subjection of your life. <laughs> yeah, I don't need another reason to have a panic attack. This <laughs> is this is no joke in the top five of the entire binder for me so far. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Top five? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, oh, I don't know about top. I don't know about top five. Know. We'll see. We'll Genuinely, see. like it, it for me, like it's a real big, like if we're just taking that segment, maybe. Yeah. Like, the fact that it's the other, like that's I the think... thing. There's an hour of like, I don't know. It's it's up. It's not I the think worst it's up there in the binder, but it is a lot of it is rough. I think and it really that, like... only gets better. I think because of the pestering. Here, I'm going to go into my list, and I'm going to drag it up. Oh, wait. Hold on. Let's see. Um, let me go to my list. Uh, my my whole thing with the, the middle part, which is, like, far and away, maybe, like, with the exception of the fog, the single best thing that's been in this binder, I think. Um, I, mm. I A th- pure numbers game, it's really up there. I don't give a lot of these movies four stars. No. But... <laughs> sure, sure. Um, I, I, I just think that, like, it is... That segment is so good, and I think the rest of it is is trash in a way that is fun, unlike a lot of the rest of the binder. And purely comparing it to that, like when I go into one of these movies, especially one with this kind of cover and this one, this kind of you know premise and name, I'm pretty much dreading the experience. And it's all, yeah. I didn't yeah. hate it. It was like weird, and 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 I, I was laughing at it, and that's way more than I can give some of these. And then. 
it is yeah go ahead sorry well and, and then pure trans you know uh transcendent filmmaking in the middle of it and that kind of just like knocks it up sure sure it is way less unpleasant than most of the movies in the binder like a lot like it i think it still has a lot of the same flaws like mm-hmm. it's, you know not shot very well you know whatever all, all the same stuff we usually complain about but it's certainly not as like just unpleasant to exist in for its runtime. so yeah right it's got that going for it um i think so so my, my top 10 right now uh, and I think that I might, I could switch two of these around. I could switch heebie-jeebies with the thing under, directly underneath it. But this is just gut. It's The Fog at number one, Happy Here and Now, Infection, Heebie-jeebies, mm-hmm. Zombie Honeymoon, The Exorcist 3, Homeroom. I don't know why Homeroom's that high. It's whatever. The Big Empty, Ring Zero, The Man Without a Pass. I probably have to move Homeroom down a little bit. But that's my top 10 so far and i think heebie-jeebies is just like i would rather watch that than most other i guess that's fair i guess it's just insane to think that we're so far in and this (laughs) would be so high up um yeah depressing but yeah my top my top five currently is the fog zombie honeymoon happy here and now heebie-jeebies the exorcist (laughs) three And then infection's probably right underneath that. And then infection is directly underneath. So we, so we yeah. have the same exact top six then. Because <laughs> they're, they're the best films in the binder. Yeah. They're, some, they're doing something interesting, or they're good. Uh, Dark Hunters is my number eight. Absolutely fucking out of this world crazy, what you just said right there. Dark Hunters is... It's Infection, Control, Dark Hunters, Venom, and Glass Trap are my back half of my top ten. Dark Hunters is at number 42 out of 64 for me. <laughs> Holy fuck. I didn't like it. Red I Serpent. I watched Dark Hunters, genuinely. Red Serpent especially, is number uh, if we're going to conduct that interview. Well, especially, well, I mean, that's never going to happen, oh. but. Um, Listen, I'm determined. The, the, the lost binder, the, boss, the lost ikfab lore of the interview. The interview. But... I'm not, listen, I'm thinking about it. I'm not. I'm just gonna fucking tweet that guy at some point. I think he's making it. My guess is he's just. My hope is he's busy yeah. making a movie. Yeah, but well, he won't be. Right? Yeah. Is he done? He, uh, yeah. Well, it's coming out in a few months. Um, well, and he uh, maybe look, he's promoting it. Exactly. Time. Perfect time. We get him on for like a 20 minute guest spot. We talk to him about a movie that we haven't seen in a literal year, uh, <laughs> and only two of us even remotely liked. Uh, no, I think that'd be fun. I mean, uh, hopefully Resident Evil is a good movie, but we'll I'm see. excited for it. Welcome to Raccoon Welcome City. Welcome to Raccoon City. <laughs> Listen, we can tell them we're in the top 10% of, uh, <laughs> whatever the fuck yeah. search engine thing. So we're on yeah, there you go. specific website says that we're the top 10% of podcasts. Yeah. So like, it's not a total complete waste no. of your time. Listen, while you're taking a shit talk to us i we, don't care we've you been know, hiking. like just don't you need you know something to do while you're taking a dump call like fab we've been on hiatus for six months and we had 12 unique listeners this week that is something okay yeah you know what we need we need a dump hotline <laughs> we need an ICFAB, a dedicated ICFAB dump hotline just for people whenever they're taking a shit they just call us well you know we Anyone? sort of have something like that What's it's that? called we sort of have something like that um it's called it came from a basement at gmail.com no we didn't do our favorite scene 
I know. Okay, okay, okay. I know. Listen, I, I know. <laughs> we need. This is the only time in the show's history that we've pretty much all been in agreement on what the best scene of this film is. I Are think... we counting the whole short film yes. in the middle as yes. our favorite scene? Yes. Because yes. it is just like one of the backstories. Like, we get flashbacks often in this movie. This one is just by far and away its own. Yeah. Amazing thing. Yeah. And it's a it's a full. I mean, maybe it's. I guess it's not technically one scene. Do we want to like divvy up the the amazing mm. segment into different scenes? Because eh. I mean, like, if any, if if it any, it all us... keeps building for the most part until we get to like that the light montage where you're just like, holy fuck, this is like, I'm like every moment is like, oh, this is the best scene in the whole movie, and then like you know you get to that and you're like, Jesus Christ, yeah, and then like, it's topped, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's hard to, it would be hard to parse, like, what's the best part of that. It's all just works in concert as, like, a really rad fucking thing. Yeah. I'm, I think we should just say it's that, like, that whole thing. I, yeah, I agree. Um, man, what a film, huh? I can't, I can't believe we were gifted this. <laughs> we are, like, one of, we are probably some of the only people who've ever seen this before. Yeah. Let alone who've talked about it on a podcast. That's yeah. why, like, you know, the, the thing that keeps us going, I think, should be the few gems that we find in this thing and just, like, make it a mission to try to get more people to see them. Because, yeah. Because uh, no one has fucking seen them. But some of these are really worth fucking watching. Yeah. Like, I'm just, I mean, Letterbox isn't exactly a, a good metric, I think, because it's pretty niche, but... 43 people, including um, me, Dean, and Liz, have logged this on Letterboxd. Um, 43 total people? 43 total people. And then, like, some of our other gems that we've, uh, you know, that I think we hold up as, like, great things in the binder. Um, Zombie Honeymoon, 447 people. Happy Here Now, 140 people. Like, Dark Hunters, 53 people. (laughs) Wow, more than DBG is interesting. Uh, Infection is like 2,000. That seems a little more, um, you know, uh, a little bit more mainstream. mainstream but mm-hmm. yeah. But still, like, mainstream. we're, we're mainstream. trailblazers. No one's seen Exorcist 3. I'm kidding. 32,000 people have. <laughs> What's the hazing? The hazing is number 13 on my list. Um, oh, 337. That one's on Tubi. So that one has a little bit oh, more. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Glass go- Trap, 135. Okay. Ghost Rock, Oof. 41. Jesus. I know. What's the lowest? Let me look. Let me see. Let me sort by popularity. This is unlistenable. every time... This is unlistenable. Uh, every time I've logged a Binder movie that we've been watching recently, it shows up on my stats as, like, the most obscure yeah watched yeah for sure <laughs> and it's um, just like yeah every time i log one it's gonna be like oh that's the most obscure <laughs> okay so the most obscure film according to letterbox in the binder so far uh do you guys want to take a guess i'm guessing okay red serpent red serpent is um is kind of close okay dan do you have a guess No, it would either um, because hmm. a lot of the ones that I no, I don't, I don't know. What is it? It's 
uh, Devil's Night Search for the Truth. <gasps> See, that's the problem. I don't remember any fucking <laughs> movie from The Binder. What the fuck is that? Uh, that's wow. The, um, uh, that, uh, that's it's uh cove yeah cove's Martin in that cove's one, in that one. The, it's the, the killer vietnam vet right or the iraq vet i don't remember the vietnam vet yeah yeah um do you guys remember uh when we went to boy school with chris oh, wait Pine? is that the one with the car yeah that's yeah. the one with the the car yeah, with the car oh uh, the racing oh yeah it's bad i, I remember bad when movie. we went to boys school yeah you guys remember we went to boys school with chris pine <laughs> yeah yes right <laughs> Uh, trip down memory lane. Uh, Andy McDowell and Tim Roth in The Last Sign. Don't even get me started. Oh, oh man, oh. some of these movies. Some of these movies. Uh, good advice? Crazy stuff. No one's ever watched that movie. <laughs> no one's ever seen good advice. All right. Is that our most chaotic episode? We've <laughs> it's, I, it's pretty up there. Up until this point in this episode, which we might cut a lot of this out, but uh, yeah, this has right. been the most concise episode of this show ever. <laughs> we didn't go off track at once. We didn't have one tangent of conversation that wasn't directly related to us watching this movie. No, maybe like the fog, but I feel like even then we talked even about some in, stuff. Even in the fog, we talked about, like, we were just having a hangout. Like, we talked about the movie a lot, but like... I feel like this is our most on-topic episode we've ever done. <laughs> well, let's end it before we get farther and farther away from yeah. the metric. We're cut. We're cutting it to a. We're coming up to a nice t- tight hour twenty. Yeah. Um. If you have any questions, comments, or concern, or any sort of uh, dump that you need to take, uh, <laughs> just shoot us an email at it came from a basement at gmail dot com. If you are the director of any upcoming Let us be your horror movies, zone, you know? yeah, yeah. If you are the director or involved with any upcoming horror movies, particularly ones that are based on classic survival horror video games, shoot um, us an email at it came from basement at gmail dot com. We're, uh, we'd love to hear back from some <laughs> of you. Yeah, to hear back from. Some uh, give me a call at two one five seven nine one one seven seven five. I'll uh, I'll pick up. It came from basement.com is your hub for all things ICFAB. You can follow us on Twitter at BasementCast. Join our Discord server. Uh, follow us and donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash itcamefromabasement, where you can get bonus episodes of movies recommended by our patrons, exclusive Discord roles, retrospective episodes, and commentary tracks for movies that we pick. Give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and then uh, have prophetic dreams about where you can find <laughs> our uh, podcast on all services. Prophetic cast, right? That's one. Pro- profcast. Profcast. <laughs> uh, Triple uh, cast. Demon the, cast. The, the tri- Pazuzu twins. Cast. The Pestrian cast. Po- pod triplets. Amazing. <laughs> I'd like to thank Nick Vittori for our artwork and Mike Wood for our theme song. Next time, Lathe of Heaven. Oh, Jesus Christ. A A 2002 film directed by Philip Haas. Um, I want to give a little cursory Google to remind myself what we're up to. 
15. You're not prepared for what this thing is based on. Um, hold on. Not the not the sculptor, I suppose. Lathe of Heaven. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Oh, it's a <laughs> it's a TV movie uh remake remake of the of Ursula K Le Guin book. Yeah. <laughs> and the the original movie uh from the 80s is uh starring um Bruce Davison who is a binder alum uh mm-hmm. and Kevin Conway but the Delete the cast in this fucking thing. The and thing that the... we're watching <laughs> is fucking Oh god. <laughs> Uh, James Kahn. <laughs> the best End of tweet. tweeter of all time. The best <laughs> tweeter of all time. Lucas Haas and Lisa Bonet. <laughs> I wish we, I wish her name was like Lisa Bot with two A's because then we could have Kahn, Haas, and Bot or something like that. I'll, let, I'll write a note to her. Yeah, oh, I, th- I feel like we should yeah, have had another Lisa half star off of this. Yeah, there should be a, a whole movie of a guy of of actors with two A's in their last name. An A and W TV movie, or an A and E, not A and W. A and E, A and E, two thousand and two. Angelo Battle did the theme song for it. Oh my god! Oh, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so this is sci-fi. It's gonna be sci-fi. Oh, it's gonna be sci-fi. Jesus. Okay. Well, get ready for that next time. And remember, friends, dwell well. Mm-hmm.